Good morning. Welcome to The Scoop. How are you all doing? It's Tuesday, 14th of September. My name's Grim D and I'm joined by... Bibbe. All right, Bib. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Salve the game. <laughs> well, go on. I'm good, man. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the chat, please do feel free to let us know that you were in the chats. And it's important that you do. I mean, there's other reasons why I'll tell you why it's important that we do. But the main one is the fact that this, this is the only stream of the day. If you are live with us on Twitch, we do go live on Twitch every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish, 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 ish. Um, if you are in the chat with us, it's Tuesday, so we only have one stream on a Tuesday, unless you get extra evening streams. But we, we do give you additional ad, uh, Adam Savage dropping the follow. I, we do give you additional Adam Savage. He absolutely infected my mind then. Thank you very much for dropping the follow, dude. Good morning. Good morning. Um, morning so we do give you multiple streams on most days of the week, just not Tuesday. Tuesday's busy work day. So we only bring you the one, one stream, the podcast in the morning, the scoop but we'll be back to extra streams and stuff tomorrow so do feel free to jump in tomorrow uh, as as i say we will be playing some more games i definitely will be i haven't checked if bibby is, is going to be around because i'm not going to be around on thursday or friday we are venturing down into london for the mcv uh, develop sesh it's the irl event that's the name of it and it has the mcv awards within it and we are nominated for awards yeah well an award uh which hopefully we win because i've not been to an yeah. event for 24 months plus uh <laughs> it'd be nice to celebrate with an award at the very first one you love to see it celebrate with a few few beers instead yeah yeah um speaking of celebrating i will be streaming tomorrow i will be playing pubg and i've already asked uh, the likes of Lotus um, and Pidge. I mean, kind of, kind of casually with Pidge, but I've asked Lotus if, if he's around for some games. So if you're around tomorrow, Bib, and you're not, you're not golfing and stuff, then feel free to jump for some yeah. PUBG. I don't think I will be because I oh. don't think I'll be playing on. I don't think I'll be playing on Thursday either. Uh, I mean, the weather's meant to be garbage, and my father-in-law uh, law's not here. He's decided to go away to Blackpool for the week, so he's the person I usually play with on Thursday. I don't think I'll be playing golf this week, so we could be good. We could be good to join in. So awesome on Thursday. What what you're saying? Because you've you've obviously played some NBA 2K this week. Mm -hmm. We've played some Predator Hunting Grounds recently. You've been doing your Curzon yep. Ashton Football Manager save. Basically, we have all the yep. games. So so we so, do. So so what are you thinking? No, oh, oh. we're saving that. But, you know, let, saving let me that. let me go big bib just so we can get that on the screen. <laughs> What was that? What was the reveal? Du, 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 du. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're saving that. 5th of November apparently is when it's going to be dropping uh, the PS5 version. So we're waiting. It's still in its cellophane wrapper. Obviously, I end up buying this. Again, this is a PSA. If you haven't got Skyrim Special Edition on your PlayStation 4, go onto eBay and buy it for about £14. Otherwise, you'll end up spending about £40 on the PlayStation dashboard. You don't want to be doing that. Save yourself some money and you get the PlayStation 5 version for free. Go ahead and do that as soon as you can. But we're saving that for then because I know full well I'm going to start it now and then I'm going to have to restart it again when the PlayStation 5 version comes out. And I'm not, we, I have 7,000 copies of Skyrim, right? <laughs> I don't need to be playing it again for no reason. Um, so yeah, we'll wait for that one. But yeah, it's going to be a toss up. I do really want to get back into playing NBA again. There's so much that I need to learn. So I think I will have to look at more tutorials and get advice from people like Jordan came in yesterday and helped me out loads obviously Willis jumped in um and give me advice on the court and things like that the button combination I've never known a sports game right obviously we play a lot of football on this channel uh Pez FIFA whatever football manager we know football inside out I know how to play basketball but the split decision 
the split second decisions that you have to make on the court are something that I've never ever ever come across before. It's not like NBA Jam, patch the ball, shoot from the halfway <laughs> line, you're good to go. You know what I mean? That is so simple. But this is it's so it's the biggest learning curve that I've ever seen in a sports video game. Like I can't get my head around it. I don't think it'll be absolutely great viewing until I learn the basics because I don't even know that. I know how to pass and how to shoot. I don't know how to dribble. I don't know how to defend. It could be a it could be a road to glory curse and Ashton still. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But obviously, there's always one way to find out, and that's by following us on all our social media platforms. Yeah. See, I did watch a little bit of your um, NBA 2K uh, stream yesterday. So I was actually, when I streamed last night, I streamed Big Rumble Boxing. If anyone jumped in last night's stream, that was off off the schedule just randomly yeah let's do a little stream i'm not going to be around for most of the week so i'm going to do an evening stream i meant to play a little bit of big rumble boxing while pubg finished installing ended up playing pubg for, uh, uh, big rumble boxing for almost the entire stream creed champions by the way excellent game shout out to Koch media for gifting that as well once again um but I mentioned your stream. I wanted to watch your NBA stream. So use you as my sort of guinea pig, my learning curve. But I had like mm-hmm. back-to-back calls yesterday. So I didn't get to see hardly any of it. So if I yeah. pick that game up, I'm going to be like, whereas you had yeah. uh, Jordan and Wally jump in to give you like, like handhold and show you the ropes. I'd be just there <laughs> like, derp. I don't know how this works. Uh, it's so difficult. Like uh, it's the, it's probably the most technical sports game I've ever played. Like NHL, I can pick that up. I've played that for so many years. I can pick that up and play it, no problems, no questions asked. Baseball is one of them. The ball's being pitched at you. You can hit it. Cricket, same thing. It's not that difficult. But basketball, it's everything so difficult like i can't get my head around it like how do you dribble how do you manage to uh do like a, a different kind of jump shot so you can give yourself away like you push yourself back off the the defender and give yourself that little bit of space a little bit of composure and things like that there's so much going on and you just don't have time to think and then you get people who was just shooting three pointers from the other side of the court against me and i was like i don't know what to do here like i'm just so lost but i suppose that's could to it be expected why why should i think i need to go into a sports game that i've never really played before and think that i'm going to be do all right like it's a complete difference because because we've got the video did they not did they not even know god <laughs> god damn. apparently not <laughs> yeah it didn't look like it either uh just a big a little bit of a shout it's been live for one minute so it's probably too late already but games ps5s I've just gone on sale. You can get PS5 console, PS5 digital, and PS5 bundles from game. Obviously, they will save more stock for bundles because it's game and they like to rip people off. But uh, game.co.uk, if you want to get yourself a PS5, uh, check it out, check it out, check it out. No no yeah. ad, no spot. Uh, I've just seen PS5 stock UK tweet it. Um, I've been messaging a bunch of people this morning because when... Um, I saw, what, which one was it? Uh, it was Argos. Argos went live this morning with some PS5s mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people that I know uh after them so i've been messaging shitloads of people this morning so yeah i've seen paul missed out he did yeah so but paul um uh, I, I, won't, I won't name people just in case they don't want names uh shouting out the only one that i've done visibly was iceman in the discord because i know he's manchester based and i know that um, manchester fort which is uh, an argos kind of local to me had some in stock mm-hmm. although they, they've all gone now as well so i've messaged up a few people so yeah if you're after ps5s they're at on they are on sale ish now actually someone i've just told it about it says q started at two minutes jumped up to 10 minutes after about 15 seconds i'm out <laughs> yep that's good yeah. trash uh yeah d- d- y- if we've just had Argos today and Very and Game, you, you can bet Amazon will probably have a stock soon, and that mm-hmm. is usually the best experience. I've managed to get mine from Amazon. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, anyway, that is that. Let's jump through the chat, see who's here. Gagad says, good morning, Bibi and Graham. Boom, boom, day. Uh, thank you very much. Graham, boom, boom, day. That was last night's stream, by the way. <laughs> Me absolutely melting everyone as Adonis mm. Creed in Big big Rumble Boxing big champion, uh, Creed Champions. It's actually a ridiculously good game. Although, um, word of advice, if you get knocked down, get up again. Uh, you, they're never going to keep you down. I didn't mean it like that. But if you get knocked down, don't start reading chat because you have to keep smashing square <laughs> to get up. And I lost the fight because I wasn't paying attention. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, really good game. Exceptionally good. It's fun. It's fun. It's not the most in-depth game in the world. If you're looking for it to reinvent the, uh, the boxing genre, then it's not the game for you. But if you want something that's that's basically a... The way I saw someone describe it was it's a graphic novel. A uh, novel? Yeah, a novel. <laughs> a novel. A graphic novel with rock uh some good music in the background not that you could hear that on my stream yesterday because of dmca um and uh, uh yeah uh, some boxing in between then then give it give it a try it's not it's not expensive it's worth it um king comic good morning dude madge hey how you doing um uh Mr. Adam Savage, once again, thank you very much for the follow this morning, dude. Hey, let's go. Thank you so much. Kevin Ashburner is back. Hello and morning to you. Right back at you, dude. Uh, hey. Adam Savage said, mate, I miss you. I have so much time for the shirt. I'm going to see West Ham at the weekend. Start. Still can't believe I'm going to see Big Ron live. Mad. Mm. Enjoy, dude. Enjoy. I'm I'm going to try and drop down um, later on in the year. I do have... Um, an in obviously so I've, I've, I usually get to see some of the Champions League nights so I'm hoping that I can go see Big Ronnie in a, in a UEFA Champions League night because I've seen him at Old Trafford but I've never seen him in the Champions League so that's that's what I'm hoping to tick off before the end of the year fingers crossed hopefully um, Madge says dang uh, this next team is so hard to defend is that is that NBA 2K is that what we're talking uh, Nets is NBA right right I mean, I know there is nets in a lot of things, but I don't know. Do let me know. Tito says, Bibi and Skyrim, he bangs on about that as much as I bang on about the fact that you can get Xbox Game Pass, where for a low month of fee of only 999, you can get access to hundreds of games and even day one releases and here play. You can even get for the first three months for only one pound. Thank you very much for that uh, Xbox Game Pass plug, Tito. He's the man. Do you know what? We need to just get an X in there somewhere in Tito's name. Um, Tito says, sorry for distracting you, Graham. Uh, yes, it was your fault. It was your fault. And it wasn't absolutely my short attention span of a gnat at all. <laughs> you are the reason I lost that fight. We did come back and win it, though. The, the last fight was the one that was the most enjoyable for me. It was, or was it the penultimate fight? No, it was the penultimate fight. Tony Bellew, a.k.a. Pretty Ricky Conlon, absolutely battered me. I think he'd knocked me down three times before I'd even dropped him once. And then we eventually came back and won that fight, which I was hyped about. Because usually if someone beats you, that's just a, that's like a tale of the tape kind of thing. That's how the story's yeah. going to go. But managed to turn it around. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Vern says, got any spares, mate? Is that PS5s? <laughs> yeah. mm. I've got loads, mate. Loads. Loads. Um, I do actually know someone that's selling one, but I think, I think that has been sold and it's actually the these what's the opposite of scalping like if you're scalping you're taking someone's hair away this is like bouffanting <laughs> adding someone's <laughs> adding someone's thing anyway basically uh <laughs> jordan enix uh is selling his console and i think i've got him a purchaser for that but it's like 370 quid for a 250 quid uh, 450 quid console so so there you go um uh yes nba 2k22 there you go there you go i mean i i i i no idea. I mean, you're saying that the next team is hard to defend against? I mean, any team would be hard for me to defend against, but that just yeah. is how it is. Uh, Tito says it's, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about uh, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how you 
get hit and keep moving forward uh true of last night's stream goddamn right that's I, I love that quote i love that quote i know it's a full-on like like overused quote just like the with great power comes great responsibility from spider-man but i love that quote that's that's absolute <clears throat> philosophy oh united tickets ah okay well maybe maybe um i'm sorry that's something mate. <laughs> um what was i saying yeah, yeah, I know it's an overused quote, but it's, it's it's good life philosophy. It's one that I believe in anyway. Anyway, tell you what else I believe in. Bringing you guys the biggest, the best, the breaking news from the world of video games because this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves, we go live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. As mentioned, we do bring you the biggest, best, and breaking stories, but we also give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories. But that's not it. We want your thoughts and impressions. If you are in the chat live on Twitch, please do feel free to get involved because we turn the live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube, and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Lots of places where people can watch and listen on demand, but only you guys here on Twitch get to get involved in the chat on behalf of those that do watch and listen on demand. And if you are watching and listen on demand hey how you yeah. doing we appreciate you morning all right or evening because it's on demand and it could be a good could be afternoon love we don't be. know we don't know good e be. good weekend love yes yeah, saturday <laughs> listening anyway um before we jump into the show we will give you the usual reminders that we do subs get prizes subscribers get prizes ish what well, wonders we do the loot drop every month uh the next one is on the 4th of october and we need to figure out a prize for that um I think we should do the same sort of thing again. Let's let's get another yeah. poll up, put a few games into the hat, maybe even throw NBA back into that one uh, because mm -hmm. we've got a few people playing that. Um, yeah, let's go. run it from the 26th of this month because you can only do the poll for seven days. So it'll end on Sunday the 3rd, the day before the draw is meant to happen. So yeah, we can, I'll get that put in the calendar so we don't forget. So 26th, it'll go live. You have seven days to choose from four items. I'm fairly certain you'll probably know what they are. We'll just figure out what games we want to put in there for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll naturally put some merch in. Um, I mean, we could potentially, uh, if it's a big month for games, because obviously some people might be interested in... Actually, no, do you know what? Let's not put FIFA in there, because I've got a different idea for that one. Uh, so, yeah. Let me, let, uh, mm, let, when a day of pro clubs with Vivian Graham. There yeah. you go. That's one of them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you want to win prizes on Ice Cream Uploads, then just just be a sub. Obviously, we do social giveaways anyway, sporadically, but we do a giveaway every month to give back to subs, and that is the exclamation mark loot drop. That is open to anyone, whether you've subbed or been gifted a sub. Uh, you just need to be in a Discord, our Discord, with your Twitch and Discord accounts linked. Do it, do it, do it. Um, and as well as that, exclamation mark, insert coin. Check out insert coin, official insert coin on Twitch. Give them a follow. They are pushing for partnership. We streamed on that channel last week, uh, and we'll be back on it again in a few, well, in a bunch of weeks' time. About six, seven yeah, weeks, we'll be back on months. that channel. Yeah, so make sure you go drop a follow on official insert coin on Twitch. If you want a discount code for merch, uh, exclamation mark, insert coin will also give you a discount code. Do it, do mm -hmm. it, do it. 20% off one time only so make sure you use it wisely um as for the biggest best and breaking stories though let me give you a roundup of what we will be talking about today twitch streamers are leaving 
And is that because it's not paying as much as it used to? Is Twitch losing its grip on the world of streaming? Well, obviously not right now, because, you know, I mean, you can see. Yeah, you can see. Uh, but but generally, is Twitch uh, losing its hold on the video game streaming industry? That is where we'll start off that discussion. That was an article that we carried over from yesterday. We didn't want to just throw it in at the end of it because we thought that's a good discussion yeah. piece for us. We then give you a roundup of big news. So if you're interested in Redfall, uh, the new game from Arcane, it was shown in the Xbox conference at, uh, was it E3 when they when they showed it? It was E3. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. So they finished the Xbox conference with Redfall. Looks pretty good. Kind of somewhere between um, Fortnite slash other things. I know that might, that might uh, turn you off me using the word Fortnite, but in a good way. It looked good. It looked good. If you're not interested in Xbox games, though, and you want more, uh, PlayStation content. Let me grab up here and grab this motherfucker. Yeah, mm. uh, Wolverine uh, will be mature rated and not as short as Miles Morales says, creative director. So if you want a mature Wolverine game, not something necessarily family oriented, that is the direction that Insomniac are going to be taking with that, according to this article, anyway. And then finally, if you've got a PC and you want to play some big old games, rumored that Gear Six, Halo uh, Five, and the Fable reboot are going to be on GeForce now. That's according to a database league so obviously take that with a pinch as with all the other stories but we will bring you all of that news but first mr bib yeah uh do you fancy just doing a bunk ditching twitch uh not particularly not yet no not until we not until we end up securing the bag do you know what i mean the bag comes first damn straight um uh youtube if you're watching um uh, let's just just put eight figures on the table and we'll have a conversation. That's all I'm saying. So, and this is where they come in with like a bunch of toys. Eight figures. Well, there's a Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> there's a. Thor. Listen, if I get a DX, if I get a DX figure uh, figures, then it's it's game over. To fucking hell, I'll give up the Twitter handle now. Do you know what I mean? Get us over there. <laughs> Uh, so the reason I asked that question, uh, no, we're not particularly interested in in ditching Twitch, but just because we aren't doesn't mean that nobody else is. Twitch streamers are leaving because it's not paying as much as it used to, apparently. Uh, this is written by Vaspandastur at The Gamer, and I want to point it out now because this article has been here for like six months now. Everyone loses with the Twitch fart meta, as you can see in the top corner. Fuck off with yeah. that article, no. Uh, but anyway... Mention it often. Yeah, yeah, we're going to mention it every time it's on screen now. Uh, we'll just mention Twitch fart better. Just just the three words and go. So the people that have been here before will know what we're on about. Everyone else will just like, what? <laughs> Did he just say Twitch fart now? <laughs> what? Um, anyway, back into the article. It seems Twitch is not offering the same lucrative deals it was two years ago. Ooh, okay, so big name streamers leave oops, big name streamers leaving Twitch to sign with its competitors sounds very familiar. Last time the likes of Tyler Ninja Blevins and Michael Shroud I can never say his last name. Is it Grishek or Gershek or something like that? Anyway, Shroud left to sign lucrative exclusive deals with Mixer. However, both of them eventually made their way back to Twitch after Mixer shut shop. Over the last few weeks, a similar exodus has been occurring with big name streamers like Dr. Lupo and Tim the Tatman leaving for YouTube gaming. According to a report by the Washington Post, it seems that these streamers are leaving because Twitch is changing up its payment and contract policies. Multiple former Twitch employees told the Post that the company is offering top streamers lesser money for the same amount of work. Excuse me. It's also stopped offering the type of contracts that it used to offer their star streamers. The sources said that Dr. Lupo in particular was, air quotes, lowballed, making YouTube's offer seem more enticing. 
The offer was much lower than his previous contract, which was signed two years ago, around the time when Ninja and Shroud left. It seems that these earlier offers were more generous because Twitch wanted to secure the rest of its stars. However, now that the threat of Mixer is no more, the company allegedly didn't want to pay as much. Uh, the report notes that when Ninja and Shroud made their move to Mixer, their audience did not move with them. Uh, this caused a severe drop in the streamers following as fans simply found other streamers to follow. Twitch.tv forward slash uh, This automatically put Twitch in a place of power when it came to renegotiating contracts. Quote, the public has a very uninformed perspective on Twitch's economics, a former Twitch employee told The Post. Uh, quote, anytime a stream has been paid a ton, it's been a lot more about the brand um, the company's, uh, than the company's return on investment. The commerce business on big channels tends to flatline at some point and streamers don't want to play ads uh, when that's Twitch's big upside potential. Uh, apparently, there were also some, some Twitch staffers leveraging the Ninja and Shroud incident during contract negotiations. It seems that this series of events led to Twitch assuming that it held a monopoly over video game streaming. However, with more streamers moving to YouTube, it might need to rethink that. Ooh, I like, I like, I like. Um, dear Vaspandastur at the Gamer, this is how you end articles. End on a nice, nice thought. Give people something to consider. He's not necessarily just asking a question. Do you think Twitch needs to? Because that's the easy way out. He's not just saying read more by checking out other articles. He's just put he's put his own conclusion, which I do like to see. I do like a conclusion because that means that we can either agree or disagree with it rather than just asking what we think. Anyway, Bib, I'm going to do exactly that. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's interesting the way that they've kind of shifted the goalposts. Um, a lot of uh, Twitch spent a lot of money to try and bring uh, or to try and keep their most talented creators um, over the last two years. Obviously, since Mixer came about, people was jumping ship. They left there. They ended up getting millions and millions of pounds. Mixer went under. They had their contracts paid out. And naturally, they're coming back over to Twitch again because as soon as their go live went back on Twitch, the audience that didn't exactly move. I was one of those people. I didn't move over to go and carry on watching Shroud. I never really watched Ninja anyway, so that was kind of irrelevant. But as soon as Shroud came back over again, I was back watching him. I didn't feel the need to go onto a different platform to find him because I like everything under one roof, which is obviously what we've got over here on Twitch. Uh, as soon as I turn my PC on in the morning, go onto Twitch get it loaded up and then we kickstart our day off. Like I just I'd like to have a little bit of background noise while I'm working and things like that. So not having him there was a blow for me personally. Um, but he was secured the bag. There's absolutely no problem with that. He made a lot of money. He's very, very, he was already comfortable. He's even more comfortable now. And I imagine he's even more comfortable now he's back on Twitch because naturally you've got your Twitch primes and stuff like that. You can go over and secure them. But since then, Twitch doesn't, uh, in my opinion, Twitch doesn't really see YouTube as the competition yet. Even though Twitch, uh, YouTube is a platform for videos to be uploaded, I don't really think that their live streaming service has taken off yet. They've started to implement stuff in there for it to be competitive. So, like, you can now clip on Twitch, which you, uh, sorry, on Twitter, which you couldn't do three months ago. So, they're starting to look at things like what Twitch are doing and then building some froth about there. But moving people like Lupo over, Tim the Tapman, Tim, Timmy Tenders can now go and play with Dr. Disrespect, which he's wanted to do since Doc got banned. Like his, uh, Timmy's first stream and Doc's first stream back with Timmy was unbelievable. The numbers that they were doing was incredible. So they're obviously doing something enough for them to be able to move over. Twitch is instead for, do you know what? We actually don't need to pay out as much as we used to because YouTube aren't really the competition. Your contract's nearly up. Do you want to renegotiate? Okay. 
here's what we're going to be offering you. It's less than what you want, but we actually want more from you. We want the, the a, a designated and committed, I don't know, 100 hours a month from you, which for them guys, it's nothing because I stream for eight hours a day. But on, on YouTube, they probably haven't even got that option. It's just you stream five days a week. Okay, no worries. There's a there's a load of money. You come over, you stream exclusively for us now. So, I mean, it shows mentioned something yesterday about uh, him needing to stream 40 hours, 40 hours a month now, which for him is a lot. It's not necessarily a lot for us because the scoop will cover that 40 hours easily. Like we don't even have to think about that. But for other people like Show, who will probably stream every three days for two or three hours, that is a, to try and make the 40 hours is a lot. And it's a hurdle that didn't that wasn't there. And I personally don't think it needs to be there. So it doesn't surprise me that people are moving over for more money and less work because you do that in life. If you're if you're doing a job now and your competitor came in and give you a, a double your pay for less hours, of course you're going to jump over. Why wouldn't you? Because your work life balance would become even better then. So it's it, this doesn't surprise me. It genuinely doesn't surprise me, um, especially with all the contracts all seem to be expiring at the same time. It's just put an even bigger dent in the very small pond that was these massive streamers that was getting paid millions to be able to stream there every single month. So yeah, again, it doesn't surprise me. I wonder when Twitch will see YouTube live streaming, not as a platform, YouTube live streaming as uh, is it YouTube gaming? Is that what it's under? I think it, I think it's just YouTube now. So they used this, they originally started with YouTube gaming. YouTube gaming still exists. I think like gaming.youtube.com. But they started. They realised it wasn't really taking off. So they just started mm -hmm. to absorb a lot of the functions and things that they've made for YouTube gaming into YouTube general. So it started off with a big push from YouTube to gaming.youtube.com, which was YouTube gaming. Um, and it just didn't really get the traction. So you go back four or five years ago when they actually released YouTube gaming, they expected that to be Twitch on YouTube, but it didn't really take off. So the cool yeah. things like the live streaming stuff, they've just absorbed into general YouTube. So I think it's just YouTube now. Uh, there, there, there could be some gaming remnants, but the, the idea is just, youtube so i don't think they've they, yeah. they might not have binned off youtube gaming because some people use it but eventually it'll just be another thing that youtube kills and absorbs into the to the bigger youtube kind of thing the youtube thing the portal was quite nice because like you said it was like gaming.youtube.com or whatever so it's separate from the from the actual live youtube page which after who, who was it in there tito says i like twitch everything is easy accessible youtube facebook i find it clunky i'm the exact same if someone's streaming that i follow like wiz used to stream on facebook i could never find it if I'm, unless i'm scrolling through my profile to try and find it i could never find him like it just doesn't seem accessible at all like youtube's the same the, the gaming portal was cool because it was a different url but it's just another barricade for people to try and get past if they didn't know it was there so unless they unless they actually have like a live section and they try to build it out as just a little tab that you can click and then it'll send you over to a different url where it's got a different infrastructure in the background i think that's the only viable option that they've got but they are trying to make it as close to twitch as but twitch let's be honest is the bar they they have set the bar so high regardless of what's going on behind the scenes and stuff like that but twitch as a platform for you to be able to just flick your camera on you can do it you can stream to twitch on your mobile it's so easy and so easily findable if you know where you're looking i mean even if you don't if you're a top if you're a top youtuber they're on the front page aren't they? unless you are going through a category to try and find someone or someone new it's it, twitch is so easy to navigate you can do it in your sleep youtube yeah. is a complete kettle of fish yeah. in my opinion and it's, it's it's like getting used to it so like 
a lot of people, so a lot of the issues for, so I'll, re, I'll rewind back. So we're talking about Twitch losing traction, people moving over. Is that a danger for Twitch? Um, so if we compare that to Mixer, it was never really a danger. Yes, Mixer tried to pull the rug out by taking, it wasn't even pull the rug out. It tried to go for the haymaker. Forget going for the feet. It went for the head. It went for the big, the top, uh, the shrouds and the ninjas. It tried to take those over and go from there. Um, but that didn't work because a lot of people have created uh, relationships. It's not just do I move over to uh, Mixer because I jump in a chat and I talk with Magic Man and I talk with Tito and I talk with Vern and I talk with David and, and these are my my social group on this platform. It's a digital version of the real world. If you were at school or wherever, you go to a bar, you Generally, after a while, if you've got a local, you have your sort of table or area of the pub where you sit. That's your little corner of the bar. Twitch yeah. is the same thing. It's just digital. You'll drop into chat rooms, which are your corner of the bar, Twitch being the bar. Your locals, um, uh, you, you buy yourself a beer, a sub, that sort of stuff. It's the same sort <laughs> of mentality um, as it is elsewhere uh like going to a pub so if you move it's not just you're leaving to go follow shroud you're following you're off to a different pub because you know the landlord but you don't know all of the locals nobody knows your name yeah. like that sort of like cheers mentality everybody knows your name <laughs> nobody knows your name you just you don't have that 48 month sub streak that you had before you don't have yeah. the functions that you're all full on well and used to so comparing to mixer it was different that was a fresh start however a lot of people have youtube accounts um so that is instantly a little bit different i mean there is still differences uh, i think Vern said something uh, my brain my brain doesn't currently register youtube as a live service i just see it as a search engine for bods which is what it is that may be changing though 100 percent 100 percent that's what it is Absolutely for me no. i've watched some stuff on on youtube but not much I, mainly like Doc or some big esports events, but beyond that, I don't tend to watch much stuff live on YouTube because it's 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 a video service to me. That's what my brain has been conditioned to, and that for me is a fight that YouTube is destined to lose until Twitch loses its own fight. And I think Twitch's issues, like there there has been a lot um, in terms of obviously the hate raid stuff and being slow to react to that. They have now started to react to that. I mean. They may have been fast to react behind the scenes, but slow to actually release anything because it takes time or whatever. But the comms, the lack of transparency around that didn't help. Um, so Twitch was slow to react uh, to that. They're already losing content creators, the likes of Dr. Lupo and Tim the Tapman, who already have established audiences on YouTube because YouTube isn't necessarily a competitor to Twitch. You could stream on Twitch, but you couldn't stream on Mixer but you can stream on Twitch and put videos on YouTube because that's a different contract thing. Major Twitch partners can stream on Twitch and put videos on YouTube. doesn't matter if you're the doc at the top of Twitch. You're not you're not streaming it. You're putting videos on. Um, so there, there was no issue for the doc. I'm not doc slightly different because he got booted, but Tim the Tapman moved to where he already had an audience of millions already. That's not a problem with him. Ninja has an audience of millions, probably more millions maybe potentially on YouTube mm. than he has on, on Twitch. So if he moves over, that would be easy enough for him. Um, different audiences, mind. Different behaviours. Those are people at, as 
Vern mentioned, are conditioned to watch VODs, uh, Ninja's audience on YouTube, not necessarily conditioned to watch live streams. So so he would have a natural drop-off. But YouTube is closer to that. It's just a matter of if Twitch keeps making mistakes. Um, and the one that you mentioned about show... Um, I didn't actually see all of the story on that, but I believe it was to do with Twitch's regional pricing. So it costs four quid effectively to subscribe in the mm. UK as opposed to five quid. That's because Twitch has changed the prices to be, to make it more regionally uh, reflective. Rather than everyone pays the same price in dollars, but in their current currency, they, they squash it down. So four dollars is is uh, five dollars is four quid. Um, but that means Twitch loses twenty percent of their revenue. Are they just absorbing that entirely themselves? Well, no, they're going to pass it on to everyone. Everyone loses 20% split across them. So, um, But that means that, uh, that Twitch streamers that rely on that content are now losing 20% of all of their revenue because Twitch has done something, which which is a good move. It's be- it's a good move for the consumer at the end of it, but they're passing. But rather than absorbing that costs because they're still making profit, um, they're passing some of that cost on to the content creator as well. Which means that content creators need to hit more hours to get the same revenue, um, uh, or get more subs to get the same revenue, kind of thing. Um, which is obviously it's another negative conversation. So you've got content creators leaving, you've got hate raids and stuff ongoing. You've got Twitch, not necessarily what. What? That is incredible. Uh, Jade Farrar with a £10 donation. We appreciate you. Do you know what? It's been ages hey. since we last had a... Do-, do you know what? I'm hitting replay it because I've not heard that music on stream in so long. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you know what? Genuinely appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. We don't we don't request donors, but we super appreciate donors. As as we've mentioned many many times before, the sub costs, uh, the sub profit, should I say, and, and stuff go back into the stream. Um, and if you sub to the channel, you get yourself a benefit. So if you sub, you get emotes. You save yourself from adverts. So subbing's kind of nice because you get a benefit as well as we get in benefits. Donations is just you giving to us, which is yeah. which which. It's nice for us because we get all the money. <laughs> Twitch don't take a cut result, um, but you don't get anything back. So we never ask for donors, but we super appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jade. Appreciate it. What, what? Love you. Love you. Um, anyway, anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, thank you for joining the Discord as well yesterday as well, by the way. Uh, yeah. Good to see you in there. Um, oh, I was completely throwing my train of thought. I've, I've just been that long since we've had a donor. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'm going to give you some money back. I'm gonna. I'm dropping you a gift there. Let me give you a gifted sub. Uh, gift a sub. So you guys in the chat, what are you? I know you've obviously been putting um, your own thoughts and opinions in there about what you think of YouTube and uh, Twitch. But in terms of these, these suit the people like Lupo, people like Timmy Tenders. The the pro, Shroud may end up making the move at some point as well. And obviously the doc didn't have a choice um, of where he needed to stream to be able to try and keep his profile up because Twitch wasn't letting back. Um, what may come of that in the, in the coming months, who knows? But obviously this is uh, these jumping ship and the money that's being given to these streamers is because they are incredibly popular. Do you think there'll be a time where channels like ours, channels like Vern's, 
they're not necessarily the biggest channels in the world, but we still have a following of people who will come and watch us. Do you reckon there'll ever be a time where we tra- where our audience may end up transferring over to YouTube because YouTube then becomes a bit more of a popular platform for video streaming? Obviously, there was Justin TV that evolved into Twitch, but do you reckon YouTube may ever be a viable platform for live streaming? It's an it's a gargantuan channel, uh, sorry, a platform for on-demand videos but in terms of streaming they are well behind do you think that'll ever change uh, i do i think i do think that will change I mean, I mean the issue you have with trying to create a new platform is if you're not doing anything new are you ever going to take off youtube does do it uh, does have uh, an ace in the hole so to speak in the fact that it is youtube it's it's a much bigger online video platform than Twitch is, much bigger. Um, so it has a huge audience, but as, as mentioned, it's a different audience. It's a video audience, not a VOD or uh, not a stream audience. Um, mm. But if anyone has a, uh, an audience that could be, um, what's the word? Not translate, no, p- converted, that's the word, that could be converted, then YouTube has the perfect audience. That's the closest thing to a streamer audience is VOD audiences. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, you add into the fact that you've got now big content creators that are in, there's now enough there to start to set a trend. Doc being sent on um, uh, weird circumstances, whilst he's massive, that's not enough to start a trend. Uh, Courage JD and uh, Valkyrie from... 100 Thieves, huge content creators, very American content creators, um, but also very commercial content creators. So is that the start of a trend um, or is that them guys chasing the bag? People respect their creators chasing the bag 100%, but they're also like, yeah, I understand that you're doing it for the money. I'm not going to get the money if I go, so I'm going to stay where I am. I love what you're doing, but I'm not going to go. So, okay, that yeah. didn't didn't quite work. Then you've got Dr. Lupo, um, who's actively established and has had a great career on Twitch, and Tim the Tatman, exactly the same. They both move over. Okay, also chasing the bag, but now you're starting to get my attention because people are moving over. But then you've got, like, the very first streams that they did, it was Doc... Courage, Tim the Tatman, Dr. Lupo, a massive yeah. foursome all playing uh, Warzone and stuff. That's when you start to get, oh, snap. Yeah. That's big numbers. That's big things. Maybe I should start to uh, keep my eyes on that. Add to the fact that, um, I've forgotten his name, the dude that's like the head of YouTube gaming sort of stuff, the guy that always tweets out when they add new functions, speaks with Doc a lot yeah. on Twitter and stuff. He obviously has been a face of that. So YouTube is not just a faceless corporation. They're putting their trust in one guy. They're Hideo Kojima of YouTube. Uh, they're Jeff Keighley of YouTube, someone that people can relate to. It's not a faceless organization. Then he throws out the fact that they're adding clips and they're adding all sorts of other fun- uh, functions to make it better for content creators that's when you start to get the groundswell. You've got big content creators from multiple directions all joining up to join forces on this new platform that has a face and is not this faceless organization like Twitch that isn't even responding to hate raids. Then that's when it can start to get traction. I do believe YouTube has a great opportunity to make traction. I do believe Twitch has an opportunity to shut that down. But Twitch needs their ace in their hole sort of thing. We've seen Xbox massive domination of marketing and then playstation goes wolverine doof, spider-man doof, uh star wars nice the old republic doof, and suddenly it's like oh fuck playstation is here actually okay maybe maybe i want to stick with playstation and not just 
jump over to Game Pass, even though it is a wonderful deal. Maybe I will stick here. And it's that sort of situation. Do Twitch have their Wolverine, Spider-Man 2, Knights of the Old Republic announcement, something that they can do different? I don't know. I don't know. And if they don't have that, it doesn't necessarily mean that they die. It just means that that doesn't kill off the opposition. It just means that it's a two-horse race yeah. now. Um, so I think I don't I don't know if Twitch has something there. I do think it's very, very viable for YouTube. It's been predicted for about six years that YouTube will join or uh, catch up in the streaming race. It's taken a lot longer than expected, but they do yeah. seem to be taking it seriously now. They are doing streaming rather than trying to make streaming be YouTube. Um, yeah. And they're, they're falling in line, with what, in line with what streamers want, which which is definitely a good thing for YouTube. Uh, not so much for Twitch. We're just having the right people in the right places as well. Like we've seen it with Stadia, where Stadia just went tits up so quick because they had the wrong people making the wrong decisions uh, at the wrong time. Um, I know, again, that's just shitting on Stadia, but it's still yet to turn itself around. I still don't think they've managed to find the right people, again, for the right situations, which is killing them, in my opinion. It shouldn't... It's, it's, people are managing to do what Stadia are trying to do a lot better. Stadia tried to come into a market which they didn't really dominate um, or have any knowledge of when the Xbox has come in. And obviously we are going to be... Who was it before, actually? Was it Iceman? I mentioned, or was it King Comic? About the... Um, and Nvidia GeForce stuff later on. I'll have, I'll have to look back through on that. But like people it, are doing... It was Ian. Uh, oh, was it Ian? Sorry, yeah. Ian. Um, so yeah, it's it, there's a lot. Of, Stadia should have been first out the gate with that, and there was. It was just an actual absolute disaster. Hopefully, this won't be this, the same thing with YouTube. They've obviously been going at this for so long now. Like I said, eight years. Eight years is a long time for something like YouTube, who probably has all the money in the world to try and make this a viable option. Did they have the wrong people? Like you said, the the bloke who. Um, is kind of talking to Doc all the time, who was the facilitator of trying to get these deals over the line. He's in the right place at the right time, and he's obviously very good at what he does. Where were these people eight years ago when they tried to get this off the ground? It, only time will tell whether or not this will, uh, this will be what you want it to be, but eight years is a long time for someone like you two to try and get it right, and it's still not right. <laughs> it's yeah. getting better, but it's still not there. And you <clears throat> We would have thought of someone with YouTube's experience and expertise that this would have been done a long time ago if it was a viable option. I mean, they basically went, okay, we've got YouTube. Um, let's make a completely different part of the website, gaming.youtube.com, which has similar functions and also some different functions. Plus, it turns to a night theme rather than a day theme. Um, that's that's all people want, a different website that's, that's, that's darker than YouTube's normal white template. No, they want functions. They want meaning. They want subscriptions and all that sort of stuff, which now exists on YouTube. But they had to add all of that stuff over time. Um, and now they're at a good point where I do believe that they can contend with that and like mm -hmm. Tito says at the end of the day competition is healthy and people moving away will force Twitch to try harder I think Twitch is a strong brand but with all brands they can become complacent if the money is mm -hmm. rolling in why innovate um, yeah, I think it's I think it's partially not so much the why innovate it's the why rock the boat because sometimes innovation brings change oh am I am I offline am I yeah, you just went all yeah. Your bit rate just gone to the sh gone to shit. I suddenly started dropping shitloads of frames. Then I don't know what happened. Literally, mm. stream still looks live. I don't know what. Wait, how yeah. are you doing? Um, but yeah, innovation 
can often bring change, not just superseding. So if you supersede something, you keep what it is, but make it better. Sometimes innovation requires change. And I think Twitch didn't want change because change is rocking the boat and they've got a happy medium. So they've been slow to act. So yeah, definitely think that that was a big part of it. Let me jump back through the comments though, so I can catch up. Um, uh, Ian says, have, uh, have you seen the NVIDIA database leak? We we do, we do, we got that one. Thank you very much, dude. Uh, we'll be jumping on that one shortly. Uh, Mr. Jim Butters, who works for the NHS, says, offering uh, less money for more work sounds like the NHS. Touche, <laughs> touche. Mm -hmm. um, big, uh, big Twitch streamers are leaving, says Vern. As a big Twitch streamer, uh, it makes it easy to take your audience to another platform. Makes sense from a business POV. Um, that is 100% Vern flexing, by the way. He's a massive Twitch streamer. Do drop. <laughs> the Vernimator on Twitch, a follow if you haven't already. Do it now. Uh, Mad says, Vern, moving to, to YouTube. <laughs> and he said, I said, big. I'm so sold. Uh, uh, Twitch don't even know I exist. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. Uh, Tito says, I like Twitch. Everything is easily accessible. YouTube and Facebook are fine clunkily. I'm still hoping Amaranth will take her talents elsewhere. Uh, Vern says, my brain doesn't currently register YouTube. And I've done that one already. If YouTube gets their streamer functionality and viewer functionality implemented, then it gets interesting for things moving forward. I'd expect many communities to move over and away from Twitch shenanigans. I mean, this the thing with Twitch is a lot of people... And I know a lot of people feel the same because I've had a lot of conversations and not, not everyone, uh, but a lot of people feel that Twitch isn't fully professional. Um, Twitch started out as Justin.tv and there's a reason why um, you've got uh, the Kappa face and, and the Craigasm face and, and they're, they're all like staff and mates of staff uh, um, from the original Justin.tv Twitch team because it was super like, it was, it was a bunch of dudes making some stuff together. Like, uh, uh, people that work together were like, okay, this is cool for us. This is our inside joke. This is our humor that bred out into a large joke and nice. But you get a, a, a level of unprofessionalism. It's not the right word, but it's the word I'll go with because I can't think of a better one. So, so whilst Twitch was very professional, it was it was still rough around the edges. A little bit of unprofessionality in there, and Twitch needs to get rid of that. Whereas you've got things like YouTube, which is a machine that has been YouTubing machine stuff forever, and they're finally adding some of that YouTube machine focus and polish to their their product, which does make it better. Twitch c kind of needs to keep some of that rough around the edges because that's what makes Twitch Twitch, but also be a bit more professional and concise in dealing things with like the hate raid stuff, dealing things with like create support and tools to block crap and uh, in their chat. And, um, and I mean, even now we don't have the ability to permanently ban someone from your channel. You can ban them. I mean, or do they now? Did they add that recently? I can't remember. It used to be a case of you'd ban someone and they just couldn't see, they couldn't uh, comment in your chat, but they could still watch your streams. I, if I'm, if I'm correct, that's still not a thing. I could be wrong. That could have been added, mm. but, but that needs to be there. Like get, if, if you, if someone's been toxic, don't let them even listen to the conversation. Boot them. But, but yeah, YouTube uh, will no doubt be better at dealing with things like that. Um, and that's that's the, the sort of thing. But that is quite good because as, as I don't know if it was Vern or, or Tito, someone said competition is good. If we get a good viable option from YouTube and Facebook carries on uh, strengthening its offering and Twitch is there as well, then that is not only good because we have multiple options. And as we've seen from the console race, if you have two horses in a race, you get much more competition, which increases the, the quality of what you've got at a much more exponential rate. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch slash Amazon are all competing. It will get better faster for everyone. That's what we need. Um, plus, if you then start to spread stuff wide, it, it means that you've got potential of being 
uh, a bigger fish or at least the pond being smaller because not everyone is on Twitch. If people start to move to YouTube and to Facebook, then you're speaking to your audience on Twitch rather than your audience in all of online streaming, which gives content creators a bit more of a market share as well in that, which 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 is nice. I mean, obviously, that's, that's a very extreme situation. Um, there's still going to be millions of people even if they do spread it around yeah. but it, it just gives you yeah it gives you a bit more chance um uh mixer was effectively a startup so it was an unknown to viewers but youtube is a better known brand than twitch to the general public so there won't be a, uh that uh, big of a hesitation for fans to follow whoever they want over exactly i mean that's it a lot of the uk um compared to america just twitch they don't even know what twitch is watching people playing games i mean i've seen youtube videos i get that if you can't play it for yourself but when you just sat watching people just play it yourself mate a lot of a lot of the world is, is still like that but the uk and stuff so so youtube breaks that wall down because because it's called twitch what like like a like a one of those on your shoulder a twitch no you're all right no thank you no i'll sit with my youtube tar. um jade says my pleasure no happy to spot no 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 take this up take this up um no genuinely super appreciate the donor dude um i just wanted to to say thank you so i gave you a little bit of it back thank you very much enjoy the gifty sub cheers for the donor uh mad says it should be a viable platform it depends on how they look after their content creators protecting them and the viewers right now it's not all that but twitch has a number of problems and gaps in creator controls uh it does it does and that that's the thing though is is twitch needs to bridge those gaps even if it can't fix them it needs to show that it's dealing with them and that's where it's, it's weak at the moment it's the, it's the lack of a discourse and that's playstation's issue doesn't have the discourse doesn't have the comms whereas youtube has a face it has one guy who can solve all of your problems i mean he can he only speaks to doc and people that are huge but it's the it's the aura that that brings um uh you still talking about twitch uh parallels with the game company there uh, i missed that one uh oh talking to tito okay i get you uh, I, may, I may have been alluding to that in my comment but without directly referencing them but equally i work for sainsbury's one of the biggest supermarkets in the 90s but they sat on their asses and lost their reputation and are now stuck in supermarket uh dead one uh, you can um lose relevance very quickly i mean i was talking about blockbuster yesterday same thing same thing um uh rumors the chopper says hey oh greetings from greece hey hey welcome hey. in Greetings hey, from yo. Manchester. Uh, how's things, dude? Um, uh, Mad says to me, Twitch behind the scenes sounds like it's run from Series One versions of Jackass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. The Jackass. It was a great product and it was supremely enjoyable. But you just know it's a little bit chaos behind the scenes, and it and it somehow managed to bundle its way to success. And that's kind of what. Uh, not. I don't know if that's definitive, but that's what a lot of people believe Twitch has been like. Obviously, it's probably not the same as much with Amazon there, um, but there's still got to be some sort of elements of that. Anyway, uh, the one thing that YouTube has over Twitch, in my opinion, is that bloody stupid only partners only being able to change the resolution at peak times because uh, it costs, uh, costs my friends who are small streamers, mobile viewers. How do they grow when they lose viewers at peak times? I, yeah, I mean, we don't have that issue and we've never had that issue, but it's a, it's a ridiculous issue. Um, and it's like, you think this is like, what, what is the reason for that? Is it server space and stuff like that? Twitch is owned by the company that owns Amazon web services. They own the internet. <laughs> uh, so, so I just don't understand it. That is, that is an unfathomably bad decision. And it, a lot of legacy Twitch partners, people that have the ability to do that, will be like, oh, just, 
you need to grind for it. It's just it's par for the course for becoming a partner. And it's it's not though, is it? It's a hamstring, not a hamstring, a rubber band, should I say? You're making it difficult for people to grind for partnership because they have a, a, something that other people don't have as a barrier already. Do I watch Bibby Stream or do I watch Tim the Tatman? I mean, obviously I'm going to watch Bibby Stream because it's Bibby and it's <laughs> oh oh shit, Bibby's his own. Ah, I'm on my phone and I've only got more. But oh fuck it, I'll watch Tim the Tatman instead. So yeah, okay, sorry, Bib. Bibby doesn't even get a look in because of that, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. Um, and thankfully we've never had to experience that because it is a bad thing at uh, certain times of day or or like if your street your your stream slot is a day slot if people are at work and using mobile data for that some of them either don't have strong enough connections or just don't want to use all of their data in one day will watch at 480p 720p because it's it's accessible if you can't give them that then it's not accessible uh or vice versa if people want to go up to 1080p and you don't have that function because they want to see it in glorious uh, hd um and you don't have that it shits on them that way so yeah mm -hmm. yeah um uh, i'm somewhat of a setup geek can i ask what cameras you guys are using uh, sorry for going off topic uh, uh no feel free so i'm using um a sony a5100 uh, with an aftermarket lens. Uh, so I have autofocus lens uh, on a Sony A5100 and uh, also have an alternative cam, um, which is uh, a C... I want to say C920. I, I always get it wrong because it was I had an old smartphone. So yeah, Logitech C920, which is this one. Um, and uh, are you using a Logitech one, Bib? No, I'm using some proper shit one it was a 1080p wide lens one so you could see more of the room it was on amazon for like 12 quid i've got uh i've got a logitech c 270 i think it was so it was only just 720p but i used that one for a close-up camera um but this one was just like one that i found off on amazon that did 1080 and had a um wide angle lens so you could see more of the room uh but yeah, that's that's all I'm using. It's they're not expensive. I have I can't afford expensive cameras. <laughs> you can. It's baby two Lambos. He's has got. I mean, he's <laughs> literally in just one. over me, Gardner. Yeah. I'll so put in the chat, which one I'm using? I mean, are you looking for a new cam or 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 what? Because we can we can. I mean, we'll do it now. We'll we'll continue with the show. But but we do like good setup conversations and stuff in streams. So um, yeah, jump in any of our other streams and we'll we'll run through. We'll we'll show you bits and stuff. Nice, nice. Baker Chin says hello there. I'll read. I'll read. Alistair. Well, anyway. uh, thank you very much for the follow, dude. Um, do am I pronouncing that Alistair or Alistair? How would you how would you prefer it? But I appreciate you being here either way. Um, let me jump back into this tab. There we go. I can see what's next. Nice. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that conversation there. We've had a nice long conversation on that, so we'll start to pick up the pace as we jump through the other articles for today. Um, Bib, would you be interested in playing Redfall? I would... Uh, mate, I cannot wait to be able to play Redfall. Well, do you know what? I'm not going to help you with the weight, but I can satisfy the hunger a little bit. Uh, as Steph Nunley at VG247 says, in-game images of Arkane Austin's co-op vampire game Redfall have leaked online. Someone, yeah, yeah. somewhere, isn't happy about this, says the tagline. Long conversation, that. Just a tad. Just a tad. Um... Uh, you... We didn't take it on the end of yesterday's stream, was not it? It was a three-hour <laughs> stream. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it seems someone has either gotten their hands on Redfall 
or found some images of it and posted a lot online. The in-game images of Redfall apparently show an early version of the game. So it's worth noting you aren't seeing a finished product. Uh, looking over the images, it appears the game will have some looter shooter elements, a skill tree, ultimate abilities, tiered weapons, different characters and more. We won't put the, uh, post the images here because obviously they don't want the website taken down, but you can look them over for yourself on Twitter and Imager. While, uh, while not much is known about the FPS title as far as gameplay, we do know it takes place in a town called Redfall, located in Massachusetts, which is under siege by a legion of vampires that have blocked out the sun. These aren't your typical vampires, though, as they were created after a scientific experiment went horribly wrong and they are continuing to evolve, some with powerful abilities and some even continue to grow larger cut off from the rest of the world not only will you face off against vampires in the game but you will also have to contend with the cultists who worship them a release date for the xbox and pc title other than summer 2022 has yet to be announced let me just take this off screen and open up this image link um let me see let me see oh no they've killed it fuck <laughs> oh, i wanted to uh make sure it was still there before i dropped it in anyway i, I, I wanted to show you the images i was going to take the risk and bring them up on screen but but okay let's have a look on twitter uh red fall leak <laughs> bacon chin baby did you get a dunk yesterday i got dunked on many 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 times i, I think i scored two points the entire stream we've streamed for nearly three hours <laughs> Uh, do you know what? Let's take the risk. This is just some random tweet. I don't know if these are the images, so let me just let me bring it back up. This is from Emo the Viper. It says, Leak, these are apparently leaked, screen, uh, leaked screenshots of the upcoming Xbox game Redfall that was being playtested. Obviously, it's early in development, so there we go. Um, stake launcher gun, so loadouts. Uh, we have some in game screenshots. Uh, Very pixelated, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. This, these could have been reshared and stuff. I'll just leave it that. I won't leave it on too long. Um, you can obviously find the images if you want to do a check yourself on social media. You probably find maybe more, maybe some HD stuff. Uh, but uh, interesting, interesting. Anyway, Vic, mm -hmm. um, we don't have the images to show, which is which is fine because we wouldn't spend too long with them on on screen. But we do have some details as well. If taking what the images show, they show that the game has some loot shooter elements. Skill trees, yeah. ultimate abilities, tiered weapons, and different characters. Does that sound good for you? I mean, that just sounds like the perfect baby game, doesn't it? Just take what you get off with the likes of uh, Destiny and the likes of Borderlands, throw in a couple of vampires and an awesome trailer, and this is pretty much a baby game day one. Like, it, no two ways about it. I, this is probably one of my most anticipated uh games of next year potentially if it comes out next year but it definitely was one of the biggest games that we saw at e3 uh, and i can't wait i genuinely can't wait to see more of it it's a shame that these have been leaked but i mean fuel to the fire you're making the game look even better in my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it it's it's it is a shame that they've been leaked and if they have been leaked in low res that is a little bit of a uh a little bit of a shame for the people at Arcane because a game that, that premiered... Do you know what I, what I will do to give you some assets? Obviously, for those that may not remember what uh, Redfall was, I will play the trailer uh, that was shown during E3. Yeah, it was um, so this is the E3 announcement trailer um, on VG247's website. Um, I will keep it muted. It's a four-minute trailer, um, but it looks pretty good. It's a shame that it was shown early uh because we uh we're obviously getting the cycle broken i mean we we would be daft to not 
comment on something that was out in the public sphere, but it still sounds good. It doesn't. It's not just another rinse and repeat BR. The fact that they ha- they have effectively, well, not crafting but player development skill trees. The fact that you can. Uh, have tiered weapons as well, which is obviously pretty standard for BRs. Uh, Fortnite has white, it's, blue, green, and, and legendary and stuff. This isn't going to be a BR. Uh, uh, no, it's, it's more like the Battle for Bloodish sort of stuff, isn't it? Um, as the- far as I'm aware, it's going to be a multi, like a four-player... I don't think it's going to be like Battle for Blood. I think it's going to be like an open-world game. Oh, okay. See, I, I thought... I mean, I read some on rumors in terms of could there be BRs and stuff in it, which is kind of where I was uh, going from with that. But it looks it looks good, whatever the format of yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Either way, looks dynamite. <laughs> but loot shooter progression, uh, tiering skills trees, so you can customize your characters. This does look good. This does look good. The fact that you've got um, some verticality potentially. Obviously, you've got buildings. You've got people floating there. I mean, what's more vertical than floating upwards? <laughs> uh, obviously, then then you add to that the super abilities, which I'm assuming might be the ultis. Um, so the fact that you've got the vampire stuff. Obviously, someone just appearing from the sky and and so on. It it looks it looks decent. It it could be a very good game. It could also be. A bit of a, eh? but but these images haven't weakened the positive thought that I had. Even yeah. though they're, they're they're crap quality and stuff, they do look good. They do look good. I can't wait for it. It's uh, gonna be amazing. Let me jump. I hope anyway into the chat. Um, where did we get to? Uh, just still gushing at how clean your stream. Uh, I'd love to see more of the setup. I'll, I'll give you a show around. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. going to stream tomorrow after the scoop. So when I'm playing PUBG and stuff tomorrow, I'll, I'll, I'll show you around. I'll show you around. Um, uh, oh, it's an Xbox exclusive. Um, who cares? In all seriousness, has to be annoying having uh, leaked images. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mr. Hulkerman, you said sexy shirt, Gray. I mean, uh, you know... <laughs> Tino says I'm all over it. Finally, an Xbox exclusive I can get behind. It does look, it does look really good. It does look really good. Um, Madge says, as I was talking Xbox user, any hype for this one, Tito? <laughs> that one, he says, read above. <laughs> also, a massive loot shooter fan, and who doesn't like vampires? Oh, well, werewolves. Uh, if you watched Twilight, but uh, not that I have or anything, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Alice said, looks great. It does look good. It does look good. Uh, a lot of the images were, were clearly very early in dev. Uh, loads of dev assets on screen, uh, from what I heard. Yeah, it's a shame that they've had they've had it shared, but it's it's it's. I love those sort of redemption stories. Here's some shit in dev assets, and people still hyped after it. That's a good thing for me. So the game looks great. This polished trailer looks exceptional. This is this is what closed out the Xbox conference. So it's gonna look great, regardless. But then seeing in dev stuff, um, uh, rubbishly shared with crappy graphics, and it's still not uh, dampering uh, dampening what you thought is is good. Is good. Um, it's good. A lot of the images, and I've read that bit, did not like the Deathloop trailers, but after the reviews, I was like, there is no way I can ignore it. Uh, then had a fit when Amazon charged me 60 quid yesterday, thinking it'd be a hat, then realised I'd pre-ordered it earlier this year, and here I am waiting for the drive. <laughs> the drive- <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Hello, Mr. Amazon driver. Um, it's the th- That's the thing, though. Like, I actually, I don't think the trailers did it justice, if I'm being honest. Not all of them were bad. Some of them were good, but I, th- I think the, the latest round of trailers actually weakened my excitement for Deathloop, because because I saw it in the 2019 conference. I posted an image, uh, images yesterday of me and Jamie sat in the Bethesda E3 conference um, where it was first announced, and I thought, this looks class. 
Um, then it became PlayStation exclusive after that, and then we saw some pretty cool trailers. But then I don't think they nailed the looping element of it enough so that, ironically, it became tedious because I kept seeing the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I don't think they nailed it in that sort of sense. But seeing the game get 10 out of 10s from more than one establishment yesterday it was exceptionally good. Also, speaking of exceptionally good, I know he's a friend of the channel, um, uh, Ben Ward at Next Gen Base, but do watch his um, video review of that, uh, youtube.com forward slash Next Gen Base, because it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty clever the way they've approached it. It's still a nice, smooth um, video review, but it's, it's, it fits the subject. I'll put it that way. It's good. It's good. Um, uh... Uh, da, 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 da. Agreed, they need a proper marketing team. I see you next time. You got them right. You got them right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wonder if the fact that, that Bethesda were taken over, well, not Bethesda, um, Zenimax were taken over in that and, and it being a PlayStation exclusive made by an Xbox-owned brand and uh, there's probably multiple disconnect points and, and so on. So not that they would have wanted it to fail at all, um, but I think it probably makes the thing a bit, more difficult there was probably less scope for negotiations regarding trailers and stuff but the fact that it still was an exceptional game at the end shone through which is what you wanted to see speaking of exceptional games let's move ahead let's move ahead if you want to see a little bit more about wolverine well we don't give you any more footage but we give you some more details michael beckwith at metro has this article which says wolverine games will be mature rated uh, and not as short as Miles Morales says, the creative director. Um, so a comment from the game's creative director confirms that Marvel's Wolverine, uh, Wolverine will be a full-size game and feature a mature tone. I have absolutely just bashed the pop shield off the front of my mic. GG. You sounded very metally, that. Yeah, just gone. Let's see if we get it back on. Let's see if we get it back on. No, we'll leave it. Okay, rest of the stream without a pop shield. Nice! Um... So, while it wasn't surprising to see Insomniac Spider-Man sequel make an appearance at the end, uh, at the recent PlayStation Showcase, the studio did catch everyone by surprise by announcing a Wolverine game as well. Details were incredibly thin, though, which isn't surprising considering the game is still very early in development, but the PlayStation blog revealed that the project is being headed by, uh, by Brian Horton and Cameron Christian, the same duo behind the Miles Morales game. The news appears to have worried some fans who believe this could mean the Wolverine game will be as short as Miles Morales was what um when asked uh, this by a fan on twitter horton wolverine's creative director described the game as full size which suggests that its length will be more akin to the first spider-man game admittedly we found miles Morales' length to be one of its strengths since it avoids becoming needlessly bloated and tells the story it wants to in eight or so hours but for better or worse that won't be the case with wolverine horton adds that the wolverine game will feature a mature tone as well which makes sense given the character's history compared to spider-man wolverine is no virtuous do-gooder and has never been afraid to get his claws bloody although horton's comment is ambiguous enough to cause debate over what exactly mature means the obvious conclusion is that it will have more extreme violence although both spider-man games have a 16 age rating anyway thanks to their story content whether wolverine will share a similar tone or try tell a darker heavier story with violence akin to a mortal Kombat game is anybody's guess and it's going to be a long time before we learn more about it we'll put up in there we don't need to go through the rest we get the idea we get the idea so because the people that are working on Wolverine worked on Miles Morales, which was a short game, people instantly go, well, this is going to be a short game. That's not how it works. <laughs> but a uh, shout out to Brian Horton for pointing out that that's not how it works and that this will be a full-size game. Wolverine will be a big old game and will be darker than Spider-Man slash Miles yeah. Morales. What are your thoughts, babe? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, something that we touched on last week. I think 
for a Wolverine Wolverine game to be successful, it has to be darker. Um, we want more Logan than we do um, anything X Men oriented. X Men first um, class. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we want we want it more Loganish. We want go. We want um, a, a a darker story overall. The game. The, I'll never understand the game side you know the the game length stuff because you can tell an extremely good story in four hours now i know people probably will want four hours of a of a game you can say there's been many games where four or five hours mostly indie games tell a very very good story in that amount of time what you don't want is a 40 hour game for the sake of a 40 hour game because there's a lot of, there'll be a lot of blow in there there'll be a lot of stuff that you'll end up repeating rinse and over and over and over again so you don't want stuff like that it's it even if this game comes out and it's between eight and ten hours, that for me, if the story is as gripping as it could possibly, that don't forget that's four films worth of content that you're putting into a video game, and that for me is more than enough. Resident Evil was uh, Resident Evil Seven was uh, an eight-hour story. The Resident Evil Village, same, it's probably a ten to twelve-hour story. All the those games are perfect length. It didn't feel like you was repeating or going over old ground that much. But it works. Why would you want to, a 25-hour story that you're going to be covering the same things over and over again? The game length does not bother me whatsoever. If it's a good story and it holds up with the amount of time that you need to tell it, perfect. I would still give you more money for that. It doesn't necessarily have... Just because I'm paying 40 or £50 pounds nowadays, it doesn't necessarily mean that I want a 60 or 70-hour game. That's just going to be rinse and repeat. Control-V, Control-V, Control-V on these submissions or side quests or whatever. It just needs to grip you, and I think, I think this will be the case that it's going to be worth your time. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's the thing. Is like, what is the story? The story is going from point A to B or or Z, however, what, and that's that's the point. Is is that is the story? However long that takes depends on on the beats that you have along the way. If they want to make a game of a set amount of time, um then they know that they are restricted or require to uh, beef the story out enough to that. But that's the thing what Insomniac do. By saying that, okay, well, you've got an eight-hour story there. It needs to be a 20-hour game. Shit games add grind. Okay, well, this is just going to be side missions. That's the same thing, same again, same again. Good games that have a good creative team will be like, okay, well, well, the story that we are telling, we cut out a shitload of stuff to make it more concise. We can bring some of that in. We can develop the carrier here, uh, character here. We can add something else that could give the foundations of the sequels going forward. Good creatives um, can add that sort of stuff in without the game becoming a churn. And Insomniac can do that. I mean, the story te- the quality of storytelling in, in uh, Marvel's Spider-Man was exceptional. I think Miles Morales was better in terms of the storyline overall. I mean, both games, exceptional games. Uh, I, I, perfect experiences for me in both of them. Miles Morales was much shorter, and maybe it's because I'd, I'd, it was kind of like you were almost like a superior version of Spider-Man in that one because of the extra skills that Miles Morales has. But the emotive nature of the story, um, I don't want to give any details, but the, the emotive nature of the story in um, Miles Morales 
was just was just incredible. And if that's what they can tell an exceptionally incredible story in eight hours and do it really, really well, and also do the same thing over 20, 30 hours with Spider-Man, then why mm. would people even have any concerns? Insomniac is a good storytelling brand. We've seen that many times before. So the fact that they're releasing another Wolverine story and the people that have worked in it worked on, on Miles Morales, they probably worked on other games too. doesn't mean that everything's yeah. going to be rinse and repeat. Oh, well, they actually worked on a TV series that, that gave 30 minute episodes so the game's gonna be 30 minutes long that's not how it works so yeah no no worries from me i mean the fact that they worked on miles morales which was an exceptional story told in in what was effectively a short amount of time sometimes things can feel rushed in that and the fact that they still managed to get enough detail in in a short amount of time means that if you give them the time to tell a, a bigger story I, I mean it excites me so it's good news for me um uh, Deathloop trailers had Marvel Avengers level of negative hype for me as as more was shown, but the game does look cool. Just not sure it's for me. Uh, it's okay. We'll play it for you sometime, Madge, and you can decide from there. Uh, Bacon Chin says, name a game that was too long. Uh, thinking first-person narrative here. Um, do you know, I actually joked and said Assassin's Creed. I will go back to Assassin's Creed and it, in the, in terms of the very first game. I know, that, I know this is not a unique point, but this is the reason why I've not played an Assassin's Creed game since the first one. Not because I dislike them, but because the first one was such a chore that I never finished it. Um, and then, as a result, never played 2, 3, 4, Black Flag, all, the, all of the stuff that followed then. I played some on, the, on my PS Vita, which was a bit naff. Um, but... Yeah, the first one was a bit churny. I know, I know that the, the more modern ones are churny, but by definition, the first one was just a bit lazily churny. So that for me, but this probably as much as I love Days Gone. I think that was another one that was too long. I think it was between. I think it's thirty-five hours and fifty hours, depending on how quick you can clear the game. I think that was too long. A lot of people have probably said that that's actually too short. But for me, if I, I absolutely love that game, still stuck at the fucking sawmill. I've not gone back to play it. Bear in mind, but. It got well, to a point where how long is this storyline going to go on for? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I thought that game was actually too long, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, knows. that's the thing. I mean, too long isn't measured in time, is it? It's measured in content. So if a game's 50 hours, it could still be not long enough if you've got like good content in it. It's just a matter of if the content is stretched. And that's that's the thing that a lot of people disconnect on. We we understand it because we're all we're all intelligent gamers that know gaming and yeah, high five gamers, but but the general public would be like 20 hours. I'm not paying for that. And it's like, yeah, but if it's the best 20 hours of your life in terms of video games, then that's a bargain. Yeah. 80 hours, yes please, but if it's 80 hours of monotonous grind, then it's irrelevant. If you get like some dev, indie devs will tell you an exceptional story in, in 45 minutes, four hours. Um, and that's that's when it, it is the thing. A lot of people will judge length being too long, not like that, calm down, um, based on the number of hours, not not the level of quality within it. What do you think, Bacon Chin? What would you say is, is a long first-person narrative game? Uh, good news that Wolverine has the mature rating. Hopefully it's not bloody for shock factor, but it's part of the character and, and they route Logan well. Um, yeah. Too long game, says Madge. Any Far Cry for me. Also good chance. Yeah. Also good chance. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we'll get gore for the sake of gore because it's still Insomniac and they know how to tell a good story. So I think, I mean, we've already seen, I, I had a conversation with someone the other day, we've already seen more gore and gore's a heavy word. We've seen a bit of blood on Wolverine's hands. That's more than you've seen in most of Spider-Man. Obviously, you got to see Peter or Miles or whatever that after you've had a, rough scene they're a bit battered and bruised kind of thing but wolverine having what is essentially someone else's blood all over his hands in the trailer yeah that's that's further than you would have seen 
in Spider-Man. So it's already better than that. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to turn into Saw. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. as long, yeah, it's, it's nice. Anyway, okay. One final story. I'll quickly fly through this because we are over. Um, uh, and I don't know how detailed it is. We, we may revisit tomorrow, depending on how much is in it. But Andrea Sheeran at Gamer says, Gear 6, Halo 5 on PC, and Fable reboot listed in NVIDIA GeForce Now database leak. GeForce Now leak may point to more major Microsoft titles joining the Xbox PC lineup. GG's, babe. Um, although this is uh, obviously PC as opposed to Game Pass. But database entries from today's GeForce Now leak point to a new first and uh, point to new first and third party games joining Microsoft's PC library. Among those entries are titles like Gears of War 6, Halo 5, uh, Guardians, uh, Halo 5 Guardians, and the new Fable. NVIDIA, uh, Fable, my God, Fable. <laughs> nice. Uh, Fable, NVIDIA's client for GeForce Now looks like it's ready to handle unannounced titles from major publishers and platform holders across the industry. The complete list includes other non-Microsoft PC games like Chrono Cross Remaster, God of War, and Resident Evil Remake. Windows Central has since uh, reported on how some of these leaks for Microsoft projects line up with reporter Jez Corden, citing earlier sources on these games that corroborate the new database information. The database entries relevant to Microsoft provided by Pavel Jundik include the unannounced Gears of War sequel, Gear 6, and a PC version of Halo 5 Guardians, the only current uh, released Halo not available in the Master Chief collection. Uh, the list may be outdated with cancelled projects or placeholders, as indicated by a scale-bound listing. Uh, some of Microsoft listings also include games still using the codename, but those entries appear to be what lend uh, the list credibility in the Windows Central report. Microsoft Game Studios placed list Oxide, uh, placeholders list Oxide Unannounced, Project Woodstock, Project Holland, and Project Typhoon. Fable's reboot uh, revealed last year was formerly Project Holland. Project Typhoon is said to be the latest game from Avalanche Studios' Contraband. While both of these titles point to games that have since seen a name change, they may be holdovers from a long list of projects still in development and unannounced. Scalebound was a Platinum Games project cancelled in 2017. Um, old entries in the database aren't confirmation on these projects, and the publishers, studios, and NVIDIA itself have yet to comment on the validity of the league. Some games may sound like a stretch, but both Microsoft and Sony have seen a slow and steady uptick in PC support. PlayStation exclusive Uncharted 4 and Lost Legs had just received confirmation for its PC launch in 2022. We, we did stream that live last week yeah. in the uh, PlayStation Showcase. Microsoft has also continued to roll out support for the Halo series, launching Halo 4 on PC at the end of last year. Obviously, take with a big old pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. uh, Gear 6, Halo 5, Fables reboot, all coming to PC, potentially available through NVIDIA GeForce Now. Thoughts, babe? Yeah, it, it, GeForce Now was the one that we covered like 18 months ago. In fact, we was back in the office where they had a load of games being taken off the platform because they didn't ask for permission, was it not? Yeah, so it was... GeForce Now is is NVIDIA's version of Xbox Cloud slash Stadia. And they had the likes of Call of Duties and everything on it at, at the beginning because they fucked up. They basically mm -hmm. um, got Call of Duty and Cohen for a beta test and assumed that they got their agreement for a full launch. So when they launched GeForce Now and all these games were available through it call of duty and uh, activision and co were like uh didn't get our permission for that you got our permission for the beta test not for the live test so take our games off so they had to backtrack and take a bunch of games off which did weaken uh their appeal however at a similar sort of time epic then did come back and go actually we really like the idea of this uh we do have the epic games launcher but we also want people playing more of our games in more places so we don't mind if you can launch epic games 
through GeForce Now. So the idea with GeForce Now is that you play your Steam library and your Epic Games library and whatever through their device. So um, you're still buying the games on the Epic Games Store. Mm. You're still buying the games on Steam, but you're playing it through GeForce Now. So Epic supported them. So they have had a bit of a, a mixed history. Some brands t- uh, saying, nope, we want control of all our products and you have to buy it through us. Others going, we don't mind as long as you buy it through Steam, you can play it wherever. So yeah, that was the one. Yeah, so they kind of come full circle here, aren't they? They've managed to get the back in potentially of some of the big hitters where you're able to play these on the go, uh, or in your house on a different PC or whatever. So yeah, I mean, it's again competition for some brands that may not be doing it as well as they probably should be doing. Studio. <laughs> so yeah, again, it's it, it, nothing better than competition, is there really? Yeah, exactly. For this kind of thing, that's exactly what you want. You do want that competition. Um, so yeah, there's not too much that we can say on that right now. It's 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 a pinch. It's taken. It's a, it's a leak, should I say? Take it with a pinch. Um, does sound plausible. There's a lot of history and a lot of sources pointing towards it. A lot could change, but uh, it's it's kind of it's 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 kind of a no no brainer for me. I mean, I, I I'm I'm very much in favor of Nvidia GeForce now because it's just giving you a way to play games that already exist. You can pay for GeForce now. So so what it is is it's free. You essentially play the games. I don't know if it was through a browser or through an app and you get like an hour at a time and once your hour's up you go back in and do it again and you go back in and do it again and you go back in and do it again um, or you could pay for access as as basically a top tier user so you get really good quality gameplay and you're always available to play it um, I'll sit up nice um, so mm. uh, I'm, in, I'm in favor for it it gives people an opportunity to play games on the go for free plus they can make money from it if they want and it's it's yeah it's fine it's nice for me so i hope this is true i would like to see nvidia geforce now show steady how it should be done yeah yeah and that is it from us thank you everyone that's tuned in for another long old scoop today we appreciate you for an hour and 20 minutes ish sticking around um we are not back today unless Baby decides, do you know what? Forget I'm going rogue and throws on a stream this evening. But it's probably not. It's probably not. You never know, though. Tuesday night is football night, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I did it last night with Big Rumble Boxing. So maybe I jump on. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not, though. Um, United's on as well. Yeah, exactly. Early kickoff. This is why I'm wearing the shirt today. So, yeah. Uh, Just... A reminder then that we will be back at 10 a.m. tomorrow with the next episode of The Scoop. We'll have some gameplay and stuff tomorrow with the PUBGs. Um, I won't be around for Scoops later on in the week, so Bibi will see out the week after I'm done tomorrow. I'm AFK for uh, the majority of the week, but we do have a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. Speaking of which, Mr. Bib, is there anything you'd yeah. like to add? Yeah, again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today. All your subscriptions, your follows, and your donations, very much appreciate it but if you want to help shape the rest of the shows this week and there is three of them there is two ways that you can do that first of all find us on social media it is at ice cream uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services go to the description all the links that you require will be listed there but all we need from you is url plus your thoughts and impressions we will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow mr graham day that will be at 10 a.m Ish. Ish. I will. I've got one more thing to say as well. Say, I know there's new subscribers and I know there's new followers that have joined our Discord. And I, I have noticed that some of you guys have got a sub badge next to your name. 
but you're not in the subscriber part of our loot drop, please, if you have subscribed, make sure that you link your Discord to your Twitch so that you do get a chance of winning this month's prize, which, again, we don't know what it's going to be yet. We haven't decided. But you at least you get a chance of being in there because it'd be a wasted sub. Obviously, thank you very much for subscribing to us. We appreciate that. But we'd like to give you something back. You have a chance of having something back. Please get them linked. Yeah, like Bacon Chin in the chat says, link it up. Link it. Yeah, make sure you link it. Your Twitch account and your Discord account. Go into your Discord, and if you don't have your Twitch linked to your Discord, you could be missing out on prizes. A lot of people do it, even though we we tell this to them all the time. Sometimes uh, Discord just decides to unlink accounts, like (laughs) Mr. Gallic Clark found the other day. He'd been playing for God knows how long, and his accounts have become unlinked. So check it, make sure you're linked, because we don't want you you to lose out on stuff. Uh, Gagad says, don't do it, because he wants to win. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you're doing there, touche. I applauded, but no, no. Um, yeah, so yeah, make sure you get your accounts linked and you could be winning, uh, winning prizes. For now, though, what you're going to win is a few extra channel points because you're going to stay where you are and you're going to stick around for the raid as we drop a raid on one of our friends to make sure that we help them with their stream and give them a happy day. Not only do you do that, but like I say, you get the channel points that you can spend right here on our channel as Jay just did a few seconds ago by making me sit up straight. Um, which I did briefly and then forgot. And I'm now sat up straight because I've said it again. But uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Stick around for the raid. Have yourselves a lovely day. And uh, Bibi, what are they doing? Uh, First of all, you've got to look after yourselves. Second of all, you've got to stay frosty. Deeper deep.